When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. Hey guys, this is TT. I'm Gigi. I'm DD. And this is episode 152 of the Oprah Rose Show. Um, y'all. Woo! Y'all. Mm. It, it's literally, yeah. I mean, you we couldn't even open it up with a hi. Um, no. Obviously, you know, we are all living through a fucking pandemic for starters. Okay. I think, you know, when we first started every episode, it was that. And then obviously, given everything, these killings, um, not, you know, I don't even know what police are trying to sugarcoat them as such. But, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. after experiencing all of these mass killings and protests and everything, genocide, genocide um, you know, we like everybody else share the same sentiment and or and when i say everybody else i mean people that are tired um we are tired and i don't know i you know we were kind of like talking before we even started recording and just even having our conversation it was like you know a, a an episode in and of itself of like what to do and how coworkers are responding um so obviously you know this episode will be that um, yeah. I, it's so much because it's like we could literally talk about this for five hours. I don't even know where to begin. I want to begin with asking, how are the two of you? Like, how do you feel? Because I, I think that people, what I've discovered over the past couple of days, since all of this has been going on in the protests across the across the world at this point, is that people aren't necessarily asking how each other feel. They're just saying things and doing things. And mm-hmm. we haven't taken a step back to be like, how are you? Mm-hmm. So, G, how are you? I mean, I'm not really well. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't know anyone who can be. Um, it's like I think my biggest frustration is having to always mask. You know, my frustration, my feelings, my, you know, all of those things, and especially, you know, I think the people like us in corporate America who have to show up at work and deal with, you know, companies and corporate structure who don't give a fuck. You know, I got an email that said, happy Monday. I hope your weekend was great. No. Really? Oh, no. That's literally read the room. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. What? Yeah. That's what, that's what the type of shit, the type of time I'm on. Right. Like, Finally, at the end of the day, EST day, you know, our CEO sent an email um, 
but it was very glazy, you know. You know, it, it wasn't <laughs> the passing of George Floyd. No, he was murdered. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I I do appreciate the gesture because I don't know how that must feel, you know, to be on the other side and try to have an extension. Um, however, and, and that is really just the compassionate part of me, you know, I think trying to assume some, some space there, but really it's like, come on now, y'all. Yeah. Y'all done seen everything I seen. You're that, that, yeah. So I did not, I have not experienced like a, how, hope you had a great weekend. Like, no, it, actually it was horrible and it was extremely heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't even imagine that of having to like, you know, talk to someone who's acting like nothing, like it's business as usual. When, sure. not, when like, I think, you know, like you said, everybody is not, we're not well, like, I just feel so heavy. Like, you know, I woke up even, I felt it obviously have been feeling it, but I think I felt it most today. Like I couldn't open my inbox until 3 PM. Like I literally could not focus on work and just felt like I had like 15 hours of sleep and was exhausted still. Mm -hmm. Um, and just feeling like very tired and like overwhelmed and underwhelmed in the sense of like, well, what more can I do? Um, beyond like donating money or if you're protesting, like what else is there? And I don't, I think sometimes I, and I'm, such an extremist, you know, like everything got to be like over the top. And I have to, I think, think like, you know, sometimes those, those smaller changes do lead to like the bigger shift um, as opposed to just kind of like looking for these sweeping answers and a, and a complete answer when, you know, this is obviously like 300 years of systematic racism that it's not going to change overnight. Um, so I think it, it's just, how are you though? That was my how. That was how I'm doing. How are you? Yeah. How are you, DD? I I don't even know. Like, I'm trying not to be emotional because I just think back to like watching CNN. I remember back in 2014, 15 with the Baltimore riots, and being from Baltimore and being like, I didn't even want to associate myself with that because people just looked at it as like this negative thing like yeah. oh they acting crazy in Baltimore but it was literally the same thing like a murder of Freddie Gray mm-hmm. and it's it, it, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around like why this one why not the ones before you know the time is never right but I've never protested before but Saturday me and 66 Poppy went out in Harlem and we protest and it was beautiful. Like it was peaceful. We marched from 125th to like 96th street. They're showing that on the news. And they're not right. showing that on the news. Corey from um, the central park five was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like seeing him as like a symbol of somebody who was taken advantage of by the police system. And I'm not a, you know, fuck the cops, fuck 12. That's not my angle. Cause Fuck 12, for the record. <laughs> what? <laughs> but there are... But we're not denouncing your opinion, right? At all. No, at all. At we're all. not denouncing your opinion, Didi, because everyone doesn't feel as overtly as we do. 
and that's okay because it's it's still because not, not all of them are bad i'm not about to sit up here and say like all of them are wrong and the wrong but with this when you look at the fucking news at night there's no way that I, if I was a police officer, would be standing on line, taking out batons, tear gas, and all that shit. Like, I would quit. I would just have mm-hmm. to quit. There's no reason for anyone to be doing that. Y'all not the fucking military. This is not a fucking war. That's just about to be, I feel like the way things are going, like, martial law is about to be very real. That is literally what I feel like is about like, to happen. All we want is fucking equal rights and for racism racism to go away like why is that so hard why we got to do all of this shit to be equal do you think racism can like go away per se no okay (laughs) because we we literally have to do these things for it to go away and you can't like you were just saying t we talking about three four hundred years of systemic racism how do you undo that what what does that look like Mm mm-hmm it stunts, I think it starts at the very like fundamental law structure, right? You know, because we look at how did what who created the police and why would the why were the police even created, right? They were created to police former slaves. So essentially they were created to just put us back into another form of slavery, which we see that continuously just by how the disproportionate or disproportionate disproportion of black people and brown people in the prison system but really mainly black people right it's been that way throughout history so there isn't going to be one general sweeping of racism i think it's going to be in the pockets of which we've been moving, you know, and now we see, hey, we never really tackled the police. We never tackled the justice, the judicial system in a way where that can really have some type of onset structural change. And I think, in my opinion, that has to be more of the one of the more immediate steps. What does that look like? I don't know, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Because you even got to think about, like, right now, as we're recording, there were four officers that were involved in the killing of George Floyd, but only one has been charged with third-degree right. murder and manslaughter. I didn't even know third-degree existed until third last week. Third-degree. Wow. I was like, woo, wow. woo, 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 Michael Vick has, and I think it, the, the stat is, like, Michael Vick has more time, has spent more time in jail than, like, a combination of all of the... Mm-hmm. Basically, all of the cases of police killings. I'm not even going to say brutality. But you know, white people um, care about their damn dogs. They care about their dogs. How yeah. quick they got Third. that dog out that white lady's house, child. The what? You see how quick they got that dog out of oh, Amy. I, I know. <laughs> that damn can't. Amy. Same day. Cooper. Same motherfucking day they got that Same damn dog. Well, they should have got that dog out of there. I felt bad for that dog. That dog was choking. <laughs> Oh, that, that, that dog couldn't even that dog was like I, now I need some water bitch cause you done fucked me oh up oh my god that dog was trying to get away from with your her racist ass. yeah that dog didn't know what the fuck was happening with your racist ass <laughs> oh my god yeah you want me she that got dog. the right one because right. that'd be the thing too like 
people do these things to underprivileged black men and women and they think they're going to get away with it but she got a harvard grad to be like no bitch i'm out here looking at birds so no, and that's and that's the thing because black people don't see class they they see black so it doesn't even it does not matter if like how much money you have in your bank account it does not matter the amount of accolades that are on your wall it does not matter the ivy league institution that you went to literally and that's sometimes why i i feel conflicted when it's like you know while i'm all for higher education and you know bettering yourself it, it's it, when it when it comes down to it like the very nitty gritty it does not matter oh yeah it, it, they just all, see race I, all you're seeing is race so it's like all the people like you know these celebrities that are coming out which should sh- sh- like that Shikana? yeah i was like shanika i can't even say her damn name Oh, Shekinah, Lord. like the fact, and I actually watched that. Gucci store, Lord, crying. I watched Tory Lanez went on his live and okay. had her come on, and my stupid ass watched it. There's no. Oh, I heard it. I watched it. Yeah. The person that basically has has capitalized the most off of demon time, mm-hmm. demon fucking time should make you sound stupid. It's no reason. Like, and he's Canadian. And he, right. it, like, could, like, what? Right. He and she couldn't even, stupid. and she was so upset. He made her look so stupid. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And all these Atlanta celebrities that, you know, like, are, and I get, listen, am I for burning down and looting black businesses? No. For Gucci and Chanel and Lululemon. Oh, that shit. I mean, technically, you all have insurance, like right? Like that's the thing. Everybody got insurance. You got insurance. Y'all can put that shit back in there tomorrow. Everybody got insurance. But I think when you are talking about like supermarkets and in places where they're already there's a food drought and there's not a lot of food and you can't like because that's what was happening with the Baltimore uprising. Like you're and even with the words that we choose, it's like looting, but it's like you're upset, but you you know you're damaging these places that literally that you can't go if i don't have a car like i can't and i'm an older woman it's gonna be really difficult for me to travel 20 miles away to my next supermarket yeah. um so am and i with that beyond talking about how a police in instigate and in, in, in incite their own violence onto pre- peaceful protests before we even signed on to this to record today i watched on the news our president have tear uh tear gas thrown into the crowd so that he could cross the street of peaceful protest that is inciting violence oh yeah i mean they what he so trump left the white house today yeah he was at the white house he they pulled it on so that he could do little briefing he went to cross the street, but obviously before he could cross the street, they had to clear the street. So yeah, they, they just did tear gas. I didn't know he, cause they had him, well, apparently just, he was like in a bunker yesterday, last night. just happened. That was why I was watching um, mm. Fox News too. Cause I was like, well, I want to know what their message is to the people who watch and consume that channel because yeah. it's going to be, you ain't going to see the police officers inciting any violence. You are no. The, the you're not going to see the agitators like the bricks. Yeah, that's why I, I think before we got on and I was saying I was reading, I mean, and they have like literally footage of police, like, and obviously it's from afar, but like mm-hmm. police, um, you, I get police vans like dropping off bricks 
So obviously like, you know, so then you can incite violence and then so you, you have these easier means to destroy these places. And that's why I said, and then Trump can institute martial law and then we're not even going to have, cause he's already, I feel like what he's doing now is, you know, he's already damn near calling the governor's pussy basically. So he's oh, like, he did. Yeah. He called them pussy today. He, he today. Called them, exactly. He called them pussy. On a zoom. So (laughs) for the military to come. Exactly. So then the military can come and then they really, really about, and then like, and with that, I I just, I can't even say his name, like everything, every fiber of my being. I don't, I don't think I've ever felt such strong hatred towards a person. Yeah. They don't treat treat people like the sixties no more. Sorry y'all. So he, he broke up the crowd, right? He broke up the peaceful protesters with tear gas to walk across the street to a church to hold up a Bible and have a photo op. That's what the fuck this nigga just did. Roughly. So I did see something about that, but I haven't even, I wasn't even able to like delve into exactly what it was. I did see something about a photo op. It literally happened right when we were logging the fuck on. It's, it's insane. That's, that's what the fuck he was creating a moment for himself. And you know what? That is going to be in the history books. Unfortunately, that is going to be the moment that people wow. used to view and remember instead of the important message, which is the genocide of black people. I, I'm, I'm going to be so interested to see what the history books cover for this. And just like everything that we have been taught when we were growing up and they, you know, don't talk about the Tulsa riots and all these other things. And they don't talk about the destruction of Black Wall Street. Like, it's not going to be included in there. No. And obviously, we don't know what is, you know, like the this final, is- I guess, like what's going to happen. Um, send that to me. Send that to the group chat, Didi. Um, we obviously don't know what the final is going to, you know, what's going to come of all this. But I think that's going to be so interesting. I, I was even thinking that. I was like, damn, if I had like you know, a kid and like specifically a black boy right now, it's like, what are you telling and teaching these kids? Cause a lot of times I feel like, especially moving, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and his son, like, I guess feels removed from all this and racism isn't a thing. And I, and I couldn't, I was like flabbergasted and he's like 13, 14. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, how? Like, I don't even yeah, I, I mean, can't even like wrap my head around that. But then I was like, well, I guess if all your friends are white, I was know. just about to say it's like no shade on the parents because I I never want to like you know criticize and how another person parents. But I think it is important that you surround your kid with people who looks like them. Mm-hmm. I'm like that is just only for their their own like benefit and growth, like. How are they? Rem- Granted, you thirteen. We all want to protect our children. Like I'm not saying you need to throw your child into the line of fire, but how are they not? How are they clueless to what is happening right yeah. now? Right. Thirteen. You got to have that conversation. How are they clueless. How? Yeah, I, I was like, like elementary school. And you know, I guess it was like the conversations had still been had, but you know, he, like I said, has always gone, been in like predominantly white schools and, and all this other type of stuff. And I was like, I, I get that, but no, that. like I I can't, I literally, I mean, and y'all, like y'all know, like 
specifically, like if I had a kid with my man now who has Black Lives Matter tattooed on his damn chest on your whole, like I can't even <laughs> imagine <laughs> that happening. Like, she, see that, she see Black Lives Matter every day, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> a, a reminder, okay? I didn't see if, Black Lives Matter. If, if you thought I was not reminded daily, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, even oh. that, right? I like. I obviously I see, I see it every day. I don't, I don't think anything of it because it's just like, oh, whatever. And then, like, literally Saturday, I was like, damn, like this nigga really got this shit tattooed on his body. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you really been about that life? Like, so there's no. That's why I'm like, nah. And I said that, and I was like, I would never say, like, you know, because obviously we have way more access, right? So our kids are probably they're not gonna go to the same type of schools that we went to, and they're gonna be right. in, in probably more affluent right. neighborhoods and go to predominantly white schools. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even given all that, and I was like, and I, 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 I never typically speak on like things as a parent would because I don't have kids, mm-hmm. and I was like, that would never happen to me. In my house, in my black household, that would never happen. But see, but see, T, and actually, I love the way you were raised. You know what I mean? Because it's like you had, you are blickety black. You one of the blackest people I know, but you didn't come from like this extreme form of poverty where I feel like people are like, that's the only like black. Only way. Yeah. And I said that and I was like, I've always gone to predominantly, I actually, I've always gone to predominantly white schools. And even in high school, we had to fight to get a black history class, a black history. Like literally there, there it was at one point we were like, mm-hmm. there, we have never been taught black history. And I think, and that's where it does start with the parents. Like, yeah, you read. We read in Malcolm X at two. Like okay. I'm not playing. X. Like you said that it took me to become an adult before I knew about Black Wall Street, and that's a failure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, here. I yeah. didn't know about until Rosewood, until the movie. So like, there's certain things, and even I remember even going to the national, the African American National History Museum or whatever, and I feel like it was such a huge. And I remember thinking, like walking through, like, damn, this is a huge part of this exhibit that was never taught to us. Ever, mm. ever. So that's why I was like, well, I think then, you know, like the onus is on you. And like, what are you, t- what are we teaching? Literally, and I think that goes for everybody. Like this next generation, what what are white parents teaching their white children? Like yeah. what are black people teaching their black kids? Like that's the only yeah. way I feel like, you know, also like we might not see the change while we're alive. We just, we might not. Right. I mean, I think the UFOs is going to come in. The, no, the UFOs is like, Y'all ghetto. Like, I'm going back to Mars. <laughs> America is ghetto as fuck. She's so ghetto. And the thing about it is this is happening during a fucking pandemic. Uh, that's what, that's what, like, that is the thing. Part, of, fucking... part of the protesting is wearing a mask. Masks. I was like, woo! Uh, he said, oh, like, I, I, oh, we had on a mask the entire time, but like, that's a part of it. And then I think a big part of why we're seeing this happen and basically across the globe is because of the pandemic, too. Everybody yeah. was able to see the video. It's so many people that are laid off right now on furlough. Yeah. In the US, you got 40 million Americans who currently do not have a job. Yeah. Who don't know when they'll have a job anytime soon. So this is only going to evolve. 
Yeah. Like, it's I do, not, I think, like, I mean, this just pushed COVID to the side. Like, it did. Is, is coronavirus still here? I told my mother, I forgot. I actually forgot because I'm so used to picking up a mask. I'm so used to, mm-hmm. you know, antibacterial. I'm so, I'm so used to everything. Yeah. It's like COVID. normal I now forgot. to do all of those yeah. the procedures and the routine that it's you normal. forget why you're doing it. Yeah, You completely mm-hmm. forget because in, in obvi- racism wins again. Like r- racism, <laughs> read the room, sis. That tweet where it said coronavirus through a 28-3 lead to yeah. racism. <laughs> those tweets. Now, that's what I will say. Black people, Black Twitter in particular. Ooh. We love, we, we serious when it's time to be serious, but we will make a motherfucking joke. And yeah. I love us for that. Because shit just be so heavy. Jokes, though. That's why I ain't been on. <laughs> you said what? I haven't been seeing too many jokes. I was like, oh, it's real dark. Oh, you got to follow Dr. Umar No Context. No Context. Okay. <laughs> I, I think because I went on that page today, I needed some lightheartedness. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I follow a thousand meme pages. You know, like if anyone is selling any merchandise from Atlanta, um, holla at your girl. <laughs> But um, <laughs> anybody got them Dior saddlebags? Yeah. Anybody got a little, you know, Michelle Shicks and them Dior little Converse sneakers? You know, I'm just yo, no, I did that. I see, like, it was a picture of the Richard, like the Richard Billy store, and it was like, Lord, I've seen what you've done for others. Maybe oh, you could do it for me. Like, yeah. literally, I've seen like pictures of like bust down watches and people saying like, I got up for the low. Like, I'm on bust down AP. Right, which is worth less, worth less, but I digress. It's, it's absolutely worthless. And, Completely. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you ain't get that at the AP store. You did not. <laughs> you did not. Yeah, but Atlanta, yeah, all of them. It's just like, niggas are tired because you can't, like you said, we're supposed to be in the house. Everybody's quarantined. And it just really shows you that even you can't really do and you cannot do anything. You Nowhere is safe. That's yeah. why I, that's why I do think like to what you were kind of saying earlier, D, like why, like, you know, this is the umpteenth hashtag, right? We've had so many, but this one, I think it really shows that from what was that? I think, uh, Ahmaud Aubrey was J- March mm-hmm. now. And you literally like the few things that you can do, right. You can bird watch, right. We can sit outside. You can run because you got to stay active because we all in the house. You can't, you can't run. You can't bird watch. You cannot go to the store. Like we literally can only do three things during this time. Like, we can't you know, any of them. Because Breonna Taylor was murdered. She was sleep, and she was an essential worker. Like it, you cannot. Nowhere is safe. And those officers are still walking around. They're still walking. No. Kentucky, that state now, I know, I feel like we always hearing about your Mississippis, your Alabamas, but Kentucky, I don't even think we realize that two police chiefs have, well, the first one had to resign after the Breonna Taylor situation, which he should have been fired. Mm-hmm. And they still haven't prosecuted. And he them. probably still got his pension. He probably still yeah. had early retirement. He got, he got to walk. He got to get his honors and all of that shit. Yeah, Fuck of course. Him. And okay. now the most recent police chief who replaced him within the last, what, two, three weeks, he got fired because they done killed the ne- that man who was outside feeding all of the protesters and who's been known to feed even the police officers. They done killed him. And Mitch McConnell is the motherfucking senator for Kentucky, and he is like arguably mm-hmm. one of the worst people ever. Y'all got to get this motherfucker out. Like, 
don't even say, I don't even say his name. Better off not, because that really just, I felt like when I said it, it, it fucked up my train of thought. And my Everybody paused, like Mitch. He's was, a demon. Mitch, <laughs> I feel like I need to sage after I said that. I means. just, I just want to push him. I not. Push I know he's gonna fall. Oh my god! Not push, Diddy. You are so kind. <laughs> I really had some really dark, deep thoughts. You know, this this past weekend, and it ain't pushing no damn body. <laughs> it ain't. It sure is not. Mm. It's just, it's a lot though, and like, I just hate to see celebrities and designers speak out about the kids that were looting, especially Virgil. I was cool. saying, can we please talk about... No, I read a tweet that said, if if you need $50 or if you're going to do something with $50, you got to call it the Virgil. Like, $50 mm. is now... And put quotes in front of it. The Virgil. It, the Virgil. How fucking dare you? How dare you? How dare you? So he dare you. I'm sure, obviously, like, everybody knows now, but, like, someone challenged him to donate money and he had the nerve to um, show his $50 and you are allegedly worth $4 million, which probably doesn't take into account a bunch of other things. And so just, you know, right now, a pair of off-white socks costs like one something, $200. And you actually thought it was okay People were like, I'm unemployed, and I did donated $50. I think everyone donated more money than Virgil. Why would you, wait, why are you donating $50? Why are you showing that? You're why worth you, $4 million. Why? I don't even get into what people worth, because that's investments and liquid, like, whatever. But then you had the nerve to say something about the people looting that Louis Vuitton. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. like, the nerve. Oh, he said, no, so many. It was, um, it was, it was Louis Vuitton and it was, uh, oh damn. It's like and a reseller store. Fuck all of y'all. Yeah. It, I, I, the, the, whoever, you know what? And I actually said, and she is not getting her credit. Um, and somebody basically created like a list of, she created basically like a list of these celebrities. Like one, we put too much stock in celebrity culture because I, while I get it, and we have to hold these celebrities accountable. Someone like Kylie Jenner saying something like, I don't care. I also I have care. never bought a Kylie lip kit in my damn life. Now, had I invested some of my money, maybe maybe I would feel a little bit differently. But like Kylie Jenner is not going to change the scope of things. And what I had this conversation too, and somebody was like, no, but you know, it does make other people aware and other companies mm-hmm. that they're showing their support. I mean, her sister like, can give a Pepsi, you know, to, to stop the race relation. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> Kendall could definitely give a Pepsi. <laughs> I mean, and I kept saying things. Combat like, racism, y'all. Combat racism. And you have black children, because let's be clear, all y'all, besides Courtney, have black kids. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's include her. I she got black nieces and nephews. You said, oh, right. This is true. They don't care, though. Like, why do we look to celebrity culture so much for their input? Like, I don't give a fuck about what Shekinah thinks. Shanaka, whatever the fuck her name is. What is Shikana. it? Shekinah. Uh, like, I, I literally, I don't care what Kylie's lip kits has to say. Like, we put these celebrities on these pedestals. And, like, and, and for fucking what? Like, everybody was all ready to cancel Desi Banks about his, uh, you know, what did he say? Um, oh like, yeah! I'm not standing with protesters and take Keith. No, take the take Keith one was my favorite, and take Keith said pray. And somebody retweeted said, "No, take Keith, fuck these niggas up." Like, <laughs> 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 what? 
Yes. <laughs> nigga, live your raps, nigga. Live your, live your raps. Like literally, no. Fuck these niggas up. That was hands down. My, that was my favorite. I didn't even see that one. Bullied Virgil into giving twenty thousand dollars, nigga. They say bully. Who? We bullied Virgil into giving twenty k. He gave twenty thousand. Apparently, that just came out. Yeah. He should have gave fifty. Oh, apparently, I've read one that said Drake said somebody put like a hundred dollars and was like, you know, challenging Drake. And it was like, Drake said, hold my Prosecco and gave a hundred thousand. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. Like, that's how you do it though. Like if you exactly. have it, I don't need no video from you, Drake. Yeah. But I do like that you, uh, that you PayPal somebody a hundred thousand dollars. I felt like, so- let me actually go to his story. See if I can find that's it. Yeah, Cause you just can't get it. It's, it's literally, you cannot get away from, yeah. from all this, but, but like dragon B for her piano in the background. I'm like, sit, y'all know B can't talk now. <laughs> so, that damn filter. She's, she's not this public speaker, but let's not forget that sis gave all of her fucking royalties to Houston. All of the money yep. that she's making off the savage, she gave that to back right back to her city. So don't come for the queen like that. Now I do want to know Who what for the queen. Well, people just making fun of her, like you know, which it was a cute little like giggle giggle because I'm like, girl, you ain't you know you ain't have to say nothing, girl. You know, right? I know, but like I I did go to actually I went to her website and I think she has like three or four organizations that you can basically donate to. Like that was the link in her bio. Cause I, I was actually interested in Cause I feel like one Jay-Z and Beyonce have never been very vocal about the organizations that they support. And no. remember it came but out show up for like marches and things like that. Yeah. And they said that, you know, allegedly, cause I don't know that they have, you know, gotten, they have paid for, um, protesters in the past, um, yeah. you know, and they've worked with these organizations again. We don't know now. I I, I am waiting though for the Jay Z NFL rollout. I am extremely interested to see what that looks like because mm-hmm. you remember we were past the point of kneeling. Oh yeah, and um, clearly the kneeling, we weren't past it. Yeah, th- but we that, that is it. right. That is what Jay said. So I I am now. I think I'm glad y'all that. brought that up. Um, Dodge and Tahoe, y'all done brought me on to so shameless to drag me about what I had to say about Jay. Now let's let's see what he doing. Oh, about yeah, what about that, yeah. Although they did say that he called the governor of Minneapolis. Yeah, and like spoke to him directly. Which I can appreciate that because that I think when you get like J level, th- those are the type of moves that you know need to happen. Right. And I don't listen. And I don't think I think everybody is still figuring it out. Right. Do I think anybody I said that before. Do I think anybody's supposed to have like a 10 point plan and have all the answers from like over the weekend? No, I don't. I think it's going to be a work in progress. And, you know, you might have to shift whatever it was that you were doing or you amend this and you change this. So I think. You know, and, and I think it's, it's also difficult to say be patient with these companies and with these people because it's like we've been patient for so long. But I, I do need some actionable action items. Yeah. Mr. Carter. For sure. Just like I said, specific. Like, I was like, how dare the NFL? I low-key would have rather the NFL not even put out a statement. Same. That was not smart. That like, was not smart because the one time that y'all had the opportunity to enact real positive change by simply hiring Colin Kaepernick back last year. That's it. That's, dis- that's cap, pun no, intended. Like, that is literally... 
Now you want to give me some bullshit ass statement so you could post it on Instagram? Yeah. Fuck you. No, that's why I was like that. That it's whole face. And honestly, we never really, again, don't know everything that happens behind the scenes. And we never really saw, I guess, what the long-term or even short-term benefits of Jay's partnership with the NFL look like. So now I'm super interested to see what it looks like, specifically given the fact that, you know, if if NFL or just large-scale large scale gatherings and sporting events are going, like, if they're going to start back again and you have a limited amount of people in the stands, like, so there's so much stuff to figure out. That's why I was like, shit, you know, when things fall apart, like this is literally a when it rains, it pours. So you got to figure out things on multiple levels. Extremely interested to see, like I said, what this will look like. Yeah. yeah. You know what? There was, I, what I did appreciate being circulated is that I did see a lot of people post that, you know, that that was what Colin Kaepernick meant. That was right. what he was speaking about. But, you know? And he was, he was, uh, non-violent. Non-violent. Yeah, he just took a knee. And for mm-hmm. to watch officers do that now at the protest is like, why did he get in trouble for this and was basically thrown out of the league when mm-hmm. now that is a symbol of standing with us? Yeah. Listen, America only, and this is why I don't, you know, when I say like not looters and uprising and like people are frustrated and America literally only understands. Look, as I, as that loud as, um, ambulance. our truck or whatever ambulance comes back, America only understands violence. Right. Like we are a country that was founded and became prevalent and became a dominating country because of violence, because of free labor. Why would, why would America, understand anything less slavery was how we built our banking system in america like literally crops and free labor we don't understand anything (laughs) but so that's why i'm not that's why i'm not mad at it that like i said these companies you like you have insurance what it's just that's why it's so frustrating to even see like you said on cnn i'm sorry not cnn on fox news and then just showing all of the 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 like the smaller percentage of what's happening when it's so much right. bigger than that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And now they're in inst- and um, have curfews. So I just got an alert about the New York curfew that's starting tonight at 11 till five in the morning. Y'all, um, y'all curfew late. They general. Right. Jesus. At, what is LA? You said 5 PM. Five, but some, some neighborhoods like Beverly Hills, Santa Monica for eight, four o'clock. Which is insane. That is 4 so early. PM. 4 yeah. PM. But that's because that's where you see all of the the quote unquote looting occur, the vandalizing of those uh, those stores. In which you know what? I'm not mad at them taking it right to those white people's neighborhoods. Y'all don't get to live in peace. We don't. Mm-mm. Fuck your store. Uh uh-uh. uh. So how do you guys feel about? brands finally speaking up about what we're what we're going through and actually saying black people and black lives matter um i think it's a step in the right direction but do i think it is more for optics yes um unless there are one you know there's so many 
conversations and so many actionable items. That's literally about to be like my my name, Tierra. Actionable <laughs> items, hard crazy. But it, that's um, it because all it is right now is awareness. Words. It's just words, you know. And I don't think you can really elicit any type of change unless you have like things that are following these words up action behind these words otherwise it's literally they're just empty words they mean nothing like you almost have to say that like you you look so i actually saw um like y7 the like trap yoga um the trap yoga company or whatever right and they are nationwide and you like i remember the first time i went they literally the entire class was gucci man we were doing yoga to gucci and and and, and how many black people were in this class shit probably just me and uh, really a lot a whole lot of black people yeah. whenever you go to that class and i kept seeing uh i can't what is her name brie from america's next top model like calling this company out like you have profited on literally on black culture and black music and you have not said anything and then finally they released that they were i actually got an email about it today and the, the subject header is black lives matter and they say like the companies that they're donating to but you know that happened today Right. And probably after much pressure. So it's like, you know, we have to also hold these count these companies accountable because otherwise it's just words. Yeah. For sure. Cause I know Jackie Ina, she's the, the YouTube makeup artist. She was like calling out Fashion Nova, pretty little things. Oh, I did that. see pretty little things was like canceled, but I didn't see why that was on that list that, that girl created. Because they weren't speaking up. They ended up saying something. Though. Oh, they did. Yeah, I you know, they pretty little things in Fashion Nova be real good for like a, a Black Lives Matter fifty percent off sale, and on all black items or some corny shit like that. Yeah, but what I want to see is I want to see pretty little pretty little things in Fashion Nova make a monetary donation. a contribution. I don't, I don't want to see your, you know, we stand with you when you use five cent child labor in fucking right. Time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because this is a humanitarian issue, but you are absolutely so. So I completely agree with your point to you. Like, yeah, I want to see something and I want to see you do something. Yeah. I, you aren't going to fall under the guise of just saying some shit and mm-hmm. then secretly not doing anything. Right. Like, that's still the problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, oh, high deals, meals, like. <laughs> Mm. It, it's just so much to unpack it's so much yeah it, it's one of those like like you said tier actionable items like yeah it, it's that's, just that's gonna it. come into what do we do now going forward like the protests we, we're gonna keep having to do that and kind of like speak to the causes and what the change that we want to see i do see a lot of people talking about the fact that we don't have any like leader per se um you know people love to go back to the ideals of the 60s with mlk and malcolm x mm-hmm. um i don't necessarily know if you need a leader uh, you know to kind of have like this unified voice of someone that's kind of like yeah preaching. i think um, you can look to uh, and here's the thing i think with with that i think you can everybody what everybody some people didn't believe in nonviolence. Some people supported Malcolm more than they did Martin. You right. know, so I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you necessarily need that. I think, I, and I know it's not going to come from top leadership. I do think it's going to be the groundswell of the people that are going to elicit this yeah. change. And now we're going to call these people into action that, you know, you, and sometimes shit, and that's kind of kumbaya, but like you have to look to yourself. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, the community community is in the numbers and that's really what's going to elicit the change. Are you preaching or not? 
And I love that you said that because I feel like everyone is always looking outwardly for some grand being, deity, whatever, to come and free them. But then at the end of the day, we just end up tearing this human down because yeah, right, right, and that. We see people try to tear down Martin Luther King's legacy because of the women that he messed around with whatever the fuck ever and and same with Martin or Malcolm you know what I mean like we're always going to find something all of them not perfect so Mm -hmm. we have to look within ourselves what can what can we do um individually that we can unite in larger scale numbers to create that change and that long and that long-term change right because I think you know these conversations can't just be like a all right, we're all going to like have this conversation or we're not going to work on Tuesday or whatever. Like it also has to be long form action items, actionable steps that are happening. And, you know, like I said, you have to hold people and, and companies to the fire on that. Like, I feel like, you know, my company is definitely like held me to even to the fire on like, what are we doing? All right, where do we don't like and asking those questions and I was like, no, I love this. Like, absolutely. Like I want it. And even those uncomfortable conversations, like you have to have them yeah. and, and you have to have them multiple times. Like I said, it's not just like a one time fix no. and we're, we're going to have this and, 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 and keep it pushing. That's why I was like, I think we've gotten to the, the breaking point. At least I hope we have. Let me ask y'all this, because I really think that this could even be maybe like a brainstorming session for us, but like. What do y'all want to do? Like, what do we as the Oprah Rose show want to do? And I appreciate our platform so much because we have the ability to, at the very least, educate, you know, and and talk about these things. But is there something that we want to do collectively in a grander or greater scheme? So I've been thinking about that for work for literally the past three days. And to be honest, I don't have the answer. I'm still processing what that looks like um same and that's why I, I'm not here yeah i mean and i've heard everything from um I, I with my mr black lives matter um of like you know hiring a lawyer right on retainer to like a lawyer that like long form long, long i'm sorry long term hiring a lawyer that basically is working directly with people to get them out as opposed to like an organization um mm-hmm. for me i feel like I would love to do something more on a, on a level with like children and, and opportunities and putting kids in spaces and letting them know that like, you know, there are other ways and other means out there. I don't, I don't, I haven't looked into that. I don't even know what that looks like. Um, I think we're also up against, like I said, we're also dealing with like our school's going to be back in session and are these centers and that type of thing going to be open. I haven't even had a chance to like look up what those would look like. So it's just, it's so much. Um, I don't know. I don't have the answer, but I know I definitely want us to do something. Same. Well, I mean, the first thing we can do, which is happening now, is we can get out and march with the people. I think there's strength in numbers, obviously safe protests mm-hmm. that are more peaceful <laughs> mm-hmm. the nighttime shit. But um, yeah, I just think... So you're not I, trying to let me get a Dior saddlebag, basically. You know... <laughs> 
<laughs> drive in the car, the getaway, you know, girl, they was out there still in sleep number beds. Like, child, I just. You're lying. <laughs> Bitch, no, first of all, the one I wanted was like $5,000. So I, if you go steal any motherfucking a thing. sleep number. And you got to get the one that like goes up and it has the There's heated feet. number bed that costs $5,000. They was out there like this, running out of the store. Honey. Shut in Atlanta, I lie to you not. It was a comic. That was smart. That was smart. That was that it was that was a comic relief for sure. Let me put my Dr. Umar hat on because that like <laughs> but for me, I think the, the thing that we could do is like just be amongst the people and, and protest and, and really getting our voice out there to to have the strength in numbers. Like I want to go out and do it again tomorrow, but we'll see what, what's happening. Um, Daryl is Dr. Martin. <laughs> Daryl is definitely Dr. Martin. And I told you, and I'm over here like, fuck 12. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to arc, you know, arm in arm with my brothers and sisters, no, but, but not right now because we're going through a pandemic. So we can't. I donated to the Brooklyn Bail Fund. I don't think that's going to reach you. No, what babe. donate for you, Didi? <laughs> right, 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 right. I donated it to the Brooklyn, the Atlanta. And I think also that we did put on our page like a list of sites that you can donate to. And, mm-hmm. and even what we were saying before, I think, and, and I wouldn't just say blind, like blindly donate either. Like you have to look into the, you know, you really yeah. do have to do your research on these companies to make sure the funds are being allocated properly. Um, yeah. But that's obviously also like a way that you can donate. It, it's so much stuff that you can do. It, it's... It's oh, it's so much. It's um, so much. I just want to say though, Alyssa sent us a screenshot. What's up, Alyssa? She does our socials, as y'all know. Um, she sent us a screenshot of the pretty little things um, statement. Child, why is this hand so black in this photo? First of all, that's the first thing I saw. <laughs> And then it says, we understand we have a duty of care to talk about topics other than just fashion and lifestyle news. We send our thoughts and condolences to the families of those tragically and innocently killed, and we'll do more to support the fight against racism. I'm reading, I'm reading. I don't see anything that says Black Lives Matter. So I'm good. First of all, you know what else is, you know what else these companies got to do? You have to have, you fuck POC. You have to have black people on your teams. Because I will bet my last dollar a white person wrote this. Yeah. My last doubt. This is so insensitive. We 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 sent our thoughts and condolences. This is basically this is basically what our CEO wrote to us. I would say fuck your polyester. You know what though? I said motherfucking thank you because when I tell you them white people, they don't give a fuck. They really don't give a fuck. They they truly, girl, they made all the announcements in the world when that cathedral in Paris was burning. They made all the announcements. <laughs> do y'all, so do y'all have like an affinity group there? No. So now, so in that email, he said, well, I responded, thank you to the email. And he responded, uh, then he started an email chain. He started emailing me and said, like, we are looking into creating this diversity uh, group. Mm-hmm. Here and he was like, you know, if you have interest of it, you know, let me know. So of course I'm like, yeah, because at the end of the day, this group is going to need somebody black and black people, and I, I, it's obviously not a lot of us at work in general, and, and the majority of us are already in a group chat, and we're already exhausted in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah. But- we, we- 
they weren't open to things like this before. And that's why I say that I'm grateful that they even, that he even said this because we did propose like, you know, a black union of some sort. They shied away from that because they didn't want to single out one group of people because we're so quote unquote diverse. Right. So now they're, they're opening up to it and they want to see something happen and be creative. Mm-hmm. And what, so I, I am grateful of that. You know, I'm grateful uh, because that is at least a step. And I think, unfortunately, this will have to be, I think, in some cases, a teaching moment. You know, yeah. like sometimes we have to just. It, but it has to go so far. It's so, so far. And I hate to say left, but like so far left to really yeah. understand. Absolutely. That's why I said, like, that's why I'm like, burn that shit down. Yeah. Burn it down. Burn it down. Cause ain't nobody else coming with these with with ways to be efficient in how we can create change. So this mm-hmm. is the unrest that you'll get. Yeah. Now, I don't see well, Congress meeting about this. No, it was it was also crazy last night just watching CNN and watching them go to these different cities and things are happening, especially DC with like the the cathedral being on fire right across from the White House and it's just like a war zone, but it's like, this what needs to happen to get your attention. Then this is mm-hmm. what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what, and the, this and is... the whole world is watching because the whole world is going through a pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. And no, they, but I think uh, they're, what, they're pro- I think they're protesting in like London and Berlin. Like, yeah. I think this is probably the, also the first time you've ever seen one nationwide. So then two, definitely like a global, um, like outrage, like people are fed up and they're tired. Yeah. This one, it feels completely different this time. Yeah, completely. Yeah, like it, it feels different in a in a good way because people are standing together and really like, all right, no, we want to see fucking change. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even at work, like I had people hitting me up today about allyship and like, what does that look like and. Like, I, I don't know, but I appreciate you wanting yeah. to know more yeah. about that. You know what? I do. Black people, family, cousins, friends, blacks. Let's be a little. I know we angry, right? I know we are angry and we are upset, and it is is justified. I am not by any means trying to silence your anger. However, when someone asks, "How can I be an ally?" Let's not immediately shut them down and be like you should know and all because i was seeing that too i was seeing all of that on twitter and it's not it's not right it's like you shaming them for not coming to you to our defense and not wanting to speak up and then you shame them when they reach out because they don't know yeah you know? i just i don't i don't think it's productive and i've seen stuff to be like google it but that doesn't that doesn't humanize it like i can right. i can google you, there's so much shit you, obviously you can google things and you can you can look log on to twitter and you can see that people are upset but i think or i would hope at least hearing it from people that you work with side by side day right. day in and day out yeah. is a very different thing so yeah. I, I yeah i actually do th- and, I, and i think there's ways to do it one like yeah. You have to acknowledge it, one. And you can even say, I don't know what to say. And I may not even know what you're feeling, but like, is there something I can do? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. And I think like, those are conversations that probably weren't having, that weren't having, that we weren't having before. I couldn't get it out. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I I see no issue with that, like whatsoever. And I actually, I've gotten like, like throughout the last, this literally this entire weekend, 
you know, of just like having countless conversations and creating statements and this and that. And like it, I, I was like, my little eyes was like tearing up at some point. Like, you know, I was just like, damn. And one, I never thought that like, you know, that's why I said to, to have a conversation of like, I hope you enjoyed your weekend. What? that's wild to me like like i literally not one conversation has happened like that because we can't you know we can't they're not they're not you know those things those you know the posts about like your black co-worker your black i'm sorry your black you know employees are tired like we cannot ignore this like you cannot and just act like shit is a regularized weekend yeah and i do appreciate the young ladies who started the blackout Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So when we're recording today, this episode comes out Wednesday. So blackout Tuesday would have happened yesterday. Um, but T, do you know their names? I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Brianna and Jamila. Yeah. So they started it and, you know, people really latched onto it. I saw it on Instagram first on Friday, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, absolutely. I'm doing this. And I think as a music industry, everyone's kind of like rallied around it, which is a beautiful thing to see too, but also rallying around it and wanting to do more is causing those black employees to work more to make that happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that I saw Interscope not releasing any music on Friday. Mm -hmm. That's huge. No, this week. This This week. week. Excuse me, this week. Yeah. I stand corrected. That is huge. Yeah. yeah, actually, I, I was actually literally talking about it right before we got on this call and I was like, thank you. Like one, I never thought that like, I didn't think that that would even be something that was possible, you know? So like Ooh. this weekend I was like, oh shit. Okay. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we, we not, we not releasing anything like nothing this week because it is, it's so difficult. Like I had to tell somebody earlier, I was like, yo, I had to take what I said earlier. I had to take the morning. I could not open my inbox. So I I would never expect anybody in in that same regard to just like work at full capacity right now. It's like low key impossible. Like I was just like, I mean, I literally was leading a meeting and I kept, and I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I can't even like, I I fucked up the name, the name of the song, the name of the art. I was like, I am not really focused right now. So it's like, what good am I even doing when I can't even focus? And I'm like tripping up every other word and was just like, y'all got any questions? Yeah. (laughs) And it was like, I'll email you. Like, I don't expect anybody to be working at at it. So I think, yeah, I love what they're doing. I have seen people asking like, what are the next steps? And again, what are the action items that are coming behind it? Exactly. I mean, and it's one of those things too, I get that. And everyone's going to ask those questions because even I work at a music company too, like our company tomorrow as a full company are taking the day off. Yeah. So to, to kind of, yeah, to stand in alliance with blackout Tuesday. And it's amazing to see and hearing people in leadership say the term black lives matter even helps as well because They weren't saying that last month. They no, weren't even saying not at all. people. And I think, and back to what we were saying, how we're always looking for some like grandiose change. Like you said, these are literally two of G and I's friends that mm-hmm. like, 
I didn't even know they started it. How about that? When when Bree sent it, I was just like, oh, okay, no, I'm totally down for this. And we were right. going back and forth about like what our company was like, what her company was doing, what my company was doing. Mm-hmm. And then she hit me like the next day about some other stuff. So, you know, we're just having open dialogue. I'm thinking about two people that are just working at companies. And then I saw someone, I was like, wait, man, wait, man. I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't even realize, you know, and that wasn't the point for me to know that she started it, but like right. they literally yeah. got together, created that action. And now the fact that like all of these companies are joining it, never would have thought it was going to happen. Definitely thought it was just going to be employees. Cause I was even like, oh God. Yeah. I was like, I lead my meetings on Tuesdays. Like this is going to be difficult, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to participate. And then, and to see companies like taking that entire day, it's never crazy to see. Like, I mean, granted, because of it, oh, my mic almost fell, y'all. Um, because of it, I worked Saturday and Sunday to make sure as a company people could do that. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be doing all of the, these things to support Black artists on Tuesday as well. But to your point, T, when I saw it on Friday, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm actually going to do this to mm-hmm. us forwarding it to... Now, y'all know I ain't even working music and I'm, and I'm going to be on the call. <laughs> so I, I got left off accidentally so somebody has to send me that i did not know that i was like wait a minute i was like the call and i was like i got left off <laughs> yeah. oh yeah i told oh, you about the call no, no no not that call it's another call oh, it's another call yeah yeah oh, I- and you on the call, G? I'm on the call. Look at you. I'm off the call. And I was like, oh, literally me was like, oh, this must be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this must be a mistake. But yeah, shout out to um, to them too for doing that because yeah. it it trickled into the industry so fast. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. It, I woke up Saturday and they were like, all right, let's move with it. And I was like, okay, I'm about yeah. to go protest right now, but yeah, let's, let's yeah. move. I love that your company is doing that for the whole, like, and, and I, I hope that everyone who works for the company does a little something, whether it's donate, be on a call, join a task force, whatever, something. that they do something to right. contribute to the change or align with the change, you know, but I think that it is very beautiful that they did that. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely a beautiful thing and like an actionable step, but I do, you know, implore people to do more in the coming days. I do understand that the protests really started really bulking up over the weekend. So you know, granted, this has been happening for 400 years, but I mean, you know, I, I get what the call for action right now. But, you know, I do want people to give these companies some time to think about the things that they want to, you know, work on to help the cause because mm-hmm. it does take time. It, it is a, a chain of approval. Everybody got to see it. You got to have the black people in the room. So being a part of those conversations at a majority white company, I definitely understand how from the outside in, it looks like it's taking a long time, but yeah. you do have to, it's not rallying people behind the cause because everyone that I've been talking to since Saturday has been like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do that. Great mm-hmm. ideas. But these ideas also have to, to, to happen and do need approval internally. So give these companies a second. We're going to come up with some actionable steps, but it does take a little bit of Action time. items. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, on a lighter note, um, 
I so needed insecure last night. One bitch. I watched oh it. Oh Everybody said that. I'm gonna rewatch it tonight. It was, what was the name of it? Time, bitch. It was. It, I think it was called Low Key Happy. Is the name of the episode. Yeah. And um, I was on eggshells the entire episode. Yeah, because everyone like, has had that moment before. You've been on a date. Yeah, I won the date. Moment. Like, like you said, I said you was on a date that wasn't a date with your ex and didn't even know what, was, what the hell was about to happen. Facts. Like, everybody everybody has been on that. I, I would have been so upset, too, if they would have, like, ended it and not slept together. I feel like that was the closure that they needed. Yeah. I was like, well, go, go straight to it. Put the pussy closure? I think the way that... open you know, to me. <laughs> this is what I read. I read somebody saying, like, um... You know, even when she was walking home, like she was by herself, she was direct in what she was saying to him. Like, what if I want to stay? That was not Issa before. Issa before would have like no. tiptoed around yes. conversations. Yes. She wouldn't have directly stated what she No eggshells. So, yeah, no eggshells. So I feel like there was still like a sense of power in that, that, you know, they, they, cause a lot of times you can't have those moments of like, well, I wish we would have did this and this is what happened. This is what I was going through. So you don't even know, you know, like what your partner was or wasn't going through at the time. So I feel like mm-hmm. them being able to do that was a sense of closure, even though they were friends and we probably didn't think they really needed it. Like you still kind of need it, even if you just, you know, dissipate. Yeah, I wasn't. The, I was never a closure person. You know why I didn't take it. And I am. Oh, I'm such a closure person. I'm not closure a closure person. I, I am. Oh, and such. <laughs> Wait, you're such a closure what? Because Daryl said that he wasn't, Didi said he I'm wasn't a closure a clo- person. I wasn't a closure person back in my day, but. I don't think that it, such a thing exists, per se, because I feel like it, you see how I'm, how T and I are the tale of two cities at this point. She says that's closure. To me, I was like, that's open-ended. <laughs> it, is. it is, because it's like, what now? That's it, not closing. I very, I, I very much so got a, in the. You made some very valid points, teachers. Like, yes, she's she was very direct. She chose to walk home. She also only lived around the corner from him, so it <laughs> but she had on heels, and it was in the morning. Okay, that's fair. Sis <laughs> <laughs> wanted that damn dick stroll. After she, yeah, she did her walk of shame in heels. Like, how many people want to walk of shame in heels? The reason why I said that it was more open ended was because before they slept together, right after she said that she wanted to stay, she said, "You make me happy." Mm-hmm. He said, "Me too." And I'm like, to me, that was a little, yeah, you know what I mean, like. I don't think, so this is the thing. At first, you know, I was like, oh, I want them to be back together. Um, And then as the episode progressed and all of that happened, I I don't see them together. I think they've, you know, essentially outgrown each other and grown up separately. That I don't even think, like, you know, the the romantic side of me, of course, I'm like, oh my God, they should be together because they went away and then found themselves. I I just don't, I think he's actually, I was like, are they trying to write Lawrence off of the show and he's going to get a job in San Francisco? San Francisco. Um, Yeah, I was like, I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. I don't think they're going to get back together though. But I mean, (sighs) uh, I'm playing devil's advocate because I was in that exact same situation, broke up, went on a date, didn't think it was a date. You and six six poppy. Me and six six poppy. It was literally that. Like when I. But how? But I think it's also the severity of how long you dated. Like if it was casually dating, like they were together for five years. Like she drove around 
so she wouldn't have to have go to home. home. Right. Yeah, I think like when so much has happened, sometimes it's like not that you're gonna fall back into that That's groove, but it's like water under the bridge. Just so much has happened. Right. Yeah. It could be. I don't know. What do y'all think? It could. They get back together. I think you know what I'm not believe it or not it wasn't like the this romanticized concept of like oh my god it's Issa and Lawrence it actually was <laughs> I way. see that they t- the two of them have grown and they actually work better together now that they've grown and they had to work on those two little or those those things that they had wrong with the yeah. relationship Issa needed a lot of cleaning up and so did Lawrence. And they had the ability to do that separately, but they still have a ton of chemistry and they still actually work very well together, seemingly from what we saw. Yeah, I'm like, is that chemistry or is that like newness, awkwardness? We're both in a different place that we weren't in before. I think it's legit chemistry. The fact that, the fact that they could still joke and like really get each other like they just clicked right the fuck back to it like when she was like you know my feet real heavy and he was like mm-hmm. we gonna make Kirk Franklin proud like like what it was I like- think you know what it is I think because I I've been there and I um you know like reconnected with an ex that I thought we were and you know and it was like a, an on and off kind of like months thing right mm-hmm. that I was like oh shit like we're about to be back together and like all the like literally all like th- basically the exact situation like all the things that like they both needed to separately work on we worked on by ourselves but it just and maybe that's just me being cynical because it didn't happen for your girl um but like mm-hmm. we never and, I, and and part of me honestly I think because that chemistry is still there, you still joke, you still do all these things. You do think like, yes, we're supposed to be back together. Right. But the the main overarching part of me knew we weren't going to be together. Like it was more so literally just that chemistry and falling back into kind of like what we used to do and how we were. And it was like, like the same thing. It was like, oh, I don't drink that anymore. And I was like, no, nah, I mean, like drink that though, episode was like. ordered the whole menu for him. Oh yeah, right. Probably because you know. You know that's what she do. So. That's what I do. You know, I got to take over spirit as my mother always says. You know, I'm, I'm like a control. Well, she has it too. That's why she said it. Uh, hello, come on, take over spirit. Yeah, like you're know. being ordered for though. I love when somebody knows me so well that they can order for me. I do too, but that is not my reality now. So <laughs> I'm take over spirit. <laughs> I'm like, that is not my that will never be my reality, honestly. So yeah. But that, that's why I, I think just because like I said, I've I've been there and um sometimes it's just like too much time has passed and you're, you're different people or you live in different States or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I just cannot wait to see though what happens. I do know. I that. know it was good to see them together though. I legit was smiling the entire episode. The whole thing. Because right. Lawrence really hasn't been in the season this much. Mm-hmm. Like he hasn't for this season, he hasn't been really on this much and their chemistry. You saw it like he, bits and pieces for the last couple seasons, but to get an, an episode with just the two of them yeah, was like, I felt like the episode was like an hour. It even felt longer. It did. Natasha Rawling, Rothling, whatever, however you say her last name. Girl, you wrote that damn script. She She did that. No, she she, give her all of her flowers. I think we always say that, but like that episode needs to be Emmy nominated. Yeah. Anything that she does. Um, I am, like lean away with her, please. Not all the other shit, but you know what I mean. You don't have to lean on her Academy Awards. Her on the Oprah Rose show, I'm like, like I, I stand her. 
I stand her. Yeah, she did a, a phenomenal job. The even the, from the um, cinematography standpoint was done amazing. Amazing. Like um, when they were walking through the um, the art and stuff, and standing in front of the installation, and it was blue and red, and he had on white but it looked blue and she mm-hmm. had on red it was like done well done and i was well. like where y'all getting these screenshots from these stills i was like where is twitter getting these stills from <laughs> oh they they got them stills quick like <laughs> like where they come i was like how y'all getting this i think hbo will feed them specifically so like isa she she posted one i think the red um, blue she okay. that yeah and then the other thing is like if you watch on your computer you could just take a screenshot that people too. are dedicated i, I hear yeah. that i think you know what i think when we first started it was maybe episode two or three i've had something negative to say about insecure i don't know what it was but you know bitches be changing and shit so i take back everything yeah it is a of hope at the end of the week child it, everything i know i'll be looking forward to that like i love it thank you isa we we got it's literally insecure sundays like yes it's the only thing that i watch Although, I got to tell y'all, y'all got to watch a show called High Town on Stars. Okay. I don't think I got Stars. High Town? Do you have Amazon? Mm-hmm. I watch it on Amazon Prime. You know oh, Amazon okay. Prime got all the channels. They got all the channels. Got it. Um, I watch it on it. It's actually really good. Um, that's like the only other thing I watch. Oh, and I'm rewatching A Different World. Which, by the way, so timely. Everything. Every episode. Everything. Is that on Hulu? Amazon Prime. I watch every like I dead ass watch everything on Amazon Prime. Hmm. Okay. Yo, Hulu as my Baltimore accent just be popping out. Apparently, a lot of my shows like left, so I couldn't like I only I literally watch everything on there. But y'all gotta y'all gotta get into those too. But yeah, again, shout out to Insecure. Oh, such a and good show! Have, like, and I love this season that they're letting the actors and actresses on this show go into their creative bag. Yes, yes, yes. Lawrence. Directed, directed the episode before mm-hmm. yeah yep so it's good to see that because it comes with love too whereas like you know the cast and crew you know the people behind yeah. the scenes so they and even i think the like i just love isa and everything that she does like you know i think she's part of like a it's a black owned coffee shop and i think that's where they were shooting one of the episodes the one where molly and condola like met up mm. um uh there's so, you know, she's involved and has her hand in so many things and, like, reaches across. Yeah. Like, I, I just love it. I do, too. Absolutely love it. We love you, Issa. Love you. We appreciate you for Insecure. Love. Love, love, love. Love. Um, y'all, I ain't even have a quote for today. And that's fine. Yeah, it, it's just it's so it it's, was so much like I wouldn't even know what to pick and what to say. But um, actually, never mind because this was my post, and we actually talked about this too. This is a quote. I'm sorry, this ain't even a quote. This is just a tweet from somebody named Zelly Manny. Um, and he said, like, they really got us out here marching during a pandemic that's disproportionately killing Black folk to protest police violence that's disproportionately killing Black folk. Oh. It's just Get you can't it. write this shit. This is literally the last. This better be the last level of Jumanji. June, bitch, if you <laughs> don't sit the fuck down, sis, and keep it the fuck cute. <laughs> I, like if y'all can see, my finger is raised. <laughs> and it, you know how when you met and you point oh. him, <laughs> Tierra Jasmine. 
June. I had to. I sorry I had to call your whole government out. Did you just say Jumanji. Like, yes, it is. Somebody roll the motherfucking dice because you know Ebola coming back and they got flying monkeys and shit. The cicadas is coming Ooh. back. Oh yeah, the monkeys stole the COVID test samples, child, and ran out the lab. Didn't that happen on Jumanji? <laughs> oh yeah, that did happen on Jumanji. They Remember got that little units and shit. Some- Somebody, I was in Target. I was actually buying board games, you know, because you know, y'all know I'm corny. And, oh, that's what other people were saying about Issa and um and Lawrence. They're like, oh, they're so corny. And I was like, oh my god, it's I so cute. It. I love that corniness. Nothing yeah. was corny. It was, like, like, was like, it's their love. dialogue. It may seem yeah. corny to you because they're not saying it to you in normal conversation. That's like their thing. Their thi- I thought it was so cute. But I, like, I loved it. I'm, I'm corny. A bitch almost bought Jumanji at Target. And I was like, oh, but it ain't like the hard case like in the movie. So I said, I'm actually going to watch Jumanji. <laughs> I actually liked Jumanji when I was a kid. I haven't I seen loved it. I took my oldest goddaughter to go see Emma in the movies. The one with Kevin Hart was hilarious. They went to sleep. Your girl was cracking up. That shit was so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the buck stopped um, me. Acknowledge is that one that came out when we was kids with Robin Williams. She over here talking about Kevin Hart and the Dwayne the Rock Jones. The Rock. No. Oh my God! Yeah, clearly, oh, shame, but we good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, I, y'all. It was it was cute, but I'm gonna rewatch the. Original. Oh, but to your point, June better calm down. Yeah. This is supposed to, this is birthday month for me, so this is supposed to be. Oh, a she really got a collective right. month. Like yeah. what? Geminis yeah. and Cancers are so different. So that really might showcase what the fuck June is giving. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I like, no, but I like. Um, June Gemini's. Oh, I love. I just love Gemini's. Period. Really? And I love answers. Yeah, I never have no problems with Gemini. I feel like I feel like we have an immediate solidarity because Scorpios and Gemini's get like the most immediate shade. Oh yeah, people in the zodiac. They just do. Like, it's like Scorpio. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, Gemini. Oh my god. Gemini definitely. I don't. Y'all definitely get the worst. <laughs> Who is y'all? Gemini. Oh, that's right. You're a Cancer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Who is y'all? That's my moon sign, though. So mm-hmm. there's, there's a there's a little element of that going on. No, there's none in mine. That is in my in my chart, honey. Ooh, child. I know, girl. Ooh, child. Child. Just gonna be a Bailey voice one. <laughs> you know, that's my favorite. That's like, you. You really is Cynthia. She's, she's my, Cynthia. That is my child. Which what I'm doing, chilling. I was, and I'm really Portia. <laughs> really, our Portia. I see that. Minus the cheat nigga, but you Portia. I'm Portia. <laughs> I'm literally Portia. Oh my god, definitely Portia, honey. I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I am fucking dead. Well, y'all, thanks for listening. Thanks for hearing us vent. And, you know, I think if you just want to add anything to the conversation or anything that you want to talk about or or something that you want covered or just something you want to express, um, share it with us and, you know, email us at the Oprah Rose show at gmail.com. Yeah. Hmm. The conversation doesn't stop today. We need actionable steps. And I think, and honestly, like if you have organizations or you're working with companies or an organization or, or shit, you have an idea of what to do. Like, you know, shoot us a DM, um, shoot us a tweet, twat, like send us an email. I would love to hear, um, from everybody well, power to the motherfucking people absolutely and the blacks and fuck 12 fuck 12
Bye. Yo, you listening to the Oprah Row Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it poppin'. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning women their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm gonna get everything that I'm gonna get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe in.